Are you ready to invest in yourself today? Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. Where investment leader Billy Epperhart teaches you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom. Scripture says in Deuteronomy 8.18, Remember the Lord, your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth. At Wealth Builders, our goal is to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Now, let's join Billy Epperhart. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of our of Wealth Builders podcast. And I'm your host, Billy Epperhart. And I'm sharing this podcast as a way, I believe, to empower you. And I really believe in practical ways um, to help you know how to make a kingdom impact. And so we're going to teach you about what we call the theme of my book, Money Mastery, Making Sense of Making Money for Making a Difference. And of course, during this process, we're going to cover this and this podcast, we're going to cover many other uh, topics besides just uh, what we call Money Mastery. But we're going to start with that because that's what we really feel God has called us to do. So you'll learn how to combine faith and finances together to really live a balanced and fruitful life. And so, you know, there's a lot of teaching out there, uh, even biblical teaching. And I'm aware of that because really my background uh, going way back is as a pastor. And there's a lot of teaching about money out there. But really what makes wealth builders unique and what we do is we really combine an understanding of the kingdom of God, making the kingdom impact with how to really build wealth in your life. And one of the things that I've been passionate about all my life is not just to talk about theory, but to really tell you how to do that. And so uh, in my own life, I started many years ago and I began to recognize because I had some uh, several key mentors in my life on the financial business side of things uh, in my very early 20s. And they began to teach me how to think about money, how to think about actually building wealth, because at the time, I honestly knew nothing. I came from a blue-collar family. Um, I had no concept whatsoever. And so in this day and age where I'm sitting today, and what I want to share with you is whatever age you are, you can start. And really, it's about making sense of making money, not for yourself, but for making a difference. And that's really the theme, you know of what we're about. And so today I want to talk to you about the beginning of what what I call the uh, money mastery. And let's talk about uh, understanding wealth. And this is really the chapter, uh, first chapter in my book on money mastery. But it says this in the book of Matthew chapter 6 from the New International Version. It says, no one can serve two masters. Either you'll hate the one and love the other, or you'll be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. So it's interesting that Jesus compared here, the comparison or the contrast was between God and money. And so what happens many times to many Christians today is they end up serving money, not because they want to, but because they have to. And so really we're talking about how to become the master of your money. That's why we call the title Money Mastery, because Jesus here compared those two, and he said you cannot serve both God and money. And so obviously we want to serve God, but we want to be the master of our money. 
One quote I live, or excuse me, I live, I love, came from Margaret Thatcher, the UK prime minister, you know, for many years. Some of you, of course, that are listening now, you may not be, uh, you know, you may not remember, maybe you weren't even born at that time when she was, but she was a popular prime minister at that time in UK. And she, she made this statement, no one would remember the Good Samaritan if he only had good intentions, he had money as well. And so she's making, she's making the point there that you, you have to have both. And that's why we call it making sense of making money for making a difference. In other words, you have to have both. You have to have the ability to financially actually help somebody, you should. And then at the same time, of course, you've got to have a good heart, good intentions about what you want to do. And uh, so I tell the story about finances and money that I really kind of want to relay here on understanding wealth, and, it, and, and I'm doing it to kind of get you to think, to think differently maybe than what you've been thinking before. My wife and I, when I, to, to share this quote with you, my wife and I, quite a few years ago now, actually took, uh, over 15 years ago, took a, a really kind of cool vacation to China, but we went to Hong Kong for that particular this period of time I'm talking about. And I remember we went to this really nice hotel looking over Victoria Harbor in Hong Kong. And um, when we got ready to check in, because we'd been there before, they asked us if we'd like to stay in the spa. And, I, and, and you, know, to, you know, spa was usually something you went to, like my wife went and got a facial or got her nails done or, or get a massage or something like that. And they asked us if we wanted to stay in it. So I asked them to tell me. And basically, it was this fabulous room. It was inside the spa. And uh, you basically, uh, you, you know, you were inside it. And if you wanted to get a massage, you literally go to sleep right there because you were in your room. And so uh, I remember you'd open the doors and the, literally was on the first floor. The water from the bay would be right there outside your door. It's really a beautiful place. I remember after three or four days of relaxing, I remember telling my wife, let's, let's take a walk. And of course, in Hong Kong, because of the rain, there's a lot of these covered walkways that literally go from kind of, and sometimes they're two or three stories off the ground. And so I remember walking on one of these covered walkways and I came across an English speaking bookstore. And I've always, of course, been a big fan of books. So I went in and started looking at books and I came across this quote uh, from, from someone and, uh, and I use it in my book and a couple other places. And it says this, I was put on earth to get rich, to collect the money that already had my name on it, and then give it all away. And I think that's such a powerful, this was a man who had made a great fortune, and he had done it primarily in the publications business. And one of the things that, that he was talking about was that he believed that there was, there was money in the earth that already had his name on it. And of course, he wasn't getting it, he didn't want to get it just so he could have, you know, could live well. He was talking about the, the truth of making an impact with the money that he actually had. And so I want to read the quote one more time because I, w- I want to make you think here in this podcast. He said, I was put on earth to get rich, to collect the money that already had my name on it and then give it all away. One of the quotes that I love to, to to make is that money is attracted, not pursued. So really, you want to be attracting the money that already has your name on it. And I'm convinced that God has a treasure chest of divine connections, and I call them kairos moments or God opportune moments that God has for each person because he's no respecter of persons. God has a treasure chest of divine connections 
and God opportune moments for everyone. And the secret is to literally, many people have located the treasure chest, many Christians, but they've never even opened the lid. And part of opening the lid is knowing how to do it, which is what we're going to talk about in this podcast. Because God has people for your life. I, I like to say this. God has people for your life you have never met. And God has people for your life, or excuse me, experiences for your life you've never had. And what we've got to do is be a steward of what God brings across our path. Those divine connections, right? And those Kairos God opportune moments. Jesus even said it, if you, if you really study the Bible, in Luke chapter 19, this is the way I read it from the Amplified Classic Bible, where he talks about it happens through, we began to recognize these divine connections, and we recognize these Kairos moments through what I call progressively through knowledge, understanding, and experience. And so when I talk about the law of wisdom, I'm going to come back to the treasure test in one of the podcasts and talk more about that. But think about it. I was put on earth to get rich, to collect the money that already had my name on it, and then give it all away. So I think today, as we're talking about that, it's really important to understand and know that God's no respecter of persons, and he has that for you. Isaiah chapter 45 says, I'll give you the treasures of darkness and the hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord, who calls you by name, am the God of Israel. And he said, I'll give you the treasures of darkness and the hidden riches of secret places. So for most people, if money's attracted, where that money's holding up, in other words, where is it if I've got money in the earth with my name on it, and I'm only using that quote to help you think, remember, kind of jar you a little bit, but that most of the time, the, the treasures of darkness and the hidden riches of secret places, when it comes to finance, they really are hidden. And there's a darkness there for most people that they really don't understand and don't really comprehend the steps they need to make. So as I said on this podcast, as we go through it over a period of time, we're really going to talk about how do you do it? How do you step up? When I talk about later on uh, what I call my trademark triple X factor, and uh, it's about the three X's that you make in your life in your finances to be able to take you to a place of wealth and also, more importantly, to take you to a place of impact. So as we continue on, here's another scripture uh, that I want to share with you. And uh, it's actually found as we talk about this scripture in Luke chapter 12. And it says that he spoke a parable of them, saying the ground of a rich man yielded plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, what shall I do since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I'll do this. I'll pull down my barns and build greater. And there I will store all my goods, all my crops and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. So one of the things is, you know, this is actually Jesus, of course, in red letter, given this illustration, and he, and he said it in a parable. In the part where he calls the rich fool, he said, he, he said, fool, this night your soul be required of you. Then whose will those things be that you've provided? Now, the reason Jesus said that is because he said, what shall I do since I have no room to store my crops? Now, you know, one of the things that you have to understand when, when we start talking about this 
is really, as we begin to build wealth in our lives, it's not uh, only about what we can have. And, and that has been really the focus of people, but it's really about making a difference. And God was okay in this parable. The part of that that was fine is he had some barns. So there's nothing wrong with having some barns. There's nothing wrong, for example, with being blessed. But the problem was he wanted to tear down the barns he had and build bigger barns. In other words, it was all about what he could have and what he could keep. And so Jesus actually said, fool, he actually called him a fool, given the example here. He said, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose things will those things, uh, then whose will those things be which you have provided? So the, the, the part of this is, this is a great parable on really understanding the balance between it's okay to be blessed, you can have some barns, right? What's awesome is to have enough income, and as you're, I'll teach you later in the podcast, have assets that you learn that you can give not only out of your income stream, but you learn you can make a difference from your wealth. Your wealth is where your assets are. Your income stream is what those assets are producing in your life. But what's powerful is, is that my wife and I learned this. You know, my story was, as I said, my background was as a minister. And so, and so I had a large conference one time. And I had like seven private jets sitting on the runway of the speakers that were going to speak in this conference. And I remember when the conference was over that two of the ministers and I went up into the mountains uh, and went into a hot springs and we'd make it the drive up. I had driven by myself and the other two had driven together in one vehicle. And we got up there and we, we were at a hot spring. So we got out and of course went and I got in our rooms and then went immediately to the hot springs. And I remember when I got into the hot springs pool that one of the ministers actually, uh, you know, he didn't say, hey, how was your drive up or was everything okay? He just immediately, he said to me, as I'm standing in the water about waist deep, he said to me, he said, hey, Billy, what have you done for retirement? And I remember telling him, well, I've done a few things. I own a couple pieces of real estate. I have a little money. And I remember him saying this to me and it, it literally shook me to my core. He said, Billy, if I didn't have my ministry, I'd be broke in 90 days. And he was everything I was aspiring to be. He actually flew in on a jet. And I realized right then that not only it wasn't about things, but my approach to what I was doing with my life, I needed to rethink and really do it and study the Word of God, study the Scripture, do it not uh, primarily and do it with my focus on doing it in a godly way but at the same time, I realized that I needed to start applying some of those things more intentionally that that mentor I talked about earlier had really began to show me. And so I set out on a course, and in two and a half years, I replaced all of my income with what I call passive income, or really income that is coming from my assets. So that was my journey. And through that process, I want to say I did not do it in the very beginning in a godly way. I did it all for selfish reasons. I did it all for the wrong reasons. But it was right in the middle of that process when I'd actually said, hey, I can get off track. I, in other words, I can get off the road of trying to, I don't have to go to work. I don't have to do anything anymore. So when God really began to get a hold of my heart, and that's where the theme, making sense of making money for making a difference, really began to help me. And I began to understand that it's not about what I can get but it's about what I can give, and it's about how do I go about learning how to do that. So I appreciate you uh, tuning into this first podcast. Now, really, we're going to get into some 
really how-to stuff over the next several podcasts. We're going to continue to share those with you. So share the podcast with your friends. Uh, reach out to us. Don't, uh, don't forget to go to wealthbuilders.org. But we also have a university where we teach on this stuff. Uh, it's a website set aside. It's called WB University. That means Wealth Builders, but it's wbuniversity.online. Or you can go to wealthbuilders.org uh, and communicate with us. And I look forward to seeing you right back here on another podcast. Bye-bye. We hope you learned something of lasting value today from this Wealth Builders podcast. If you'd like any tools, teachings, or resources mentioned in the podcast, you'll find them online at wealthbuilders.org. Wealth Builders exist to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. The Wealth Builders podcast is produced by Celine Williams with music by Audio Jungle and narration by Greg Hunter. Wealth Builders is a nonprofit organization. We depend on your donations to keep this podcast running. Please consider donating to us on wealthbuilders.org.